Okay, so we're doing the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, Simen Tov Mem Hei, 4.45, Din Biur Chometz, Uboyud Beis Ifim, the laws of the removal of the Chometz, and in it is there's 12 Sifim. Sif Aleph. Kishem Shemin HaToyrah, just as from the Torah law, as we'll see, the Alter Rebbe wants to say that the Rabbonon, the way they instituted, even though they went beyond what the Torah said, but they made it similar to the way it is from the Torah. So just like Min HaTorah, starting from the seventh hour of the day, that's immediately after Chatzos, six hours is after six hours Chatzos. So starting with seventh hour, the Torah says, that means at that point, the Torah doesn't want you to have Chometz starting uh, it's a mitzvah. There's no bal yiro bal yimotze. That starts at nighttime, but there's still a mitzvah that there shall not be chametz found in your domain. So one would uh, one would think, and what happens if you do have chametz in your domain? And for every instant and instant that chametz is in your shoes. The enim is asik levare, and he is not occupied himself to remove it. Who either al mitzvah saseishal toyrim, he will be violating a positive mitzvah. The toyrim, the toyrim says achbayem erishin tashbisu, and he is not removing it. Now we're talking about that he owns the chametz; he wasn't mevatlit, and he and he wasn't mafkirit, but he owns the chametz. And if the sixth hour, after the, at the beginning of the seventh hour, he cannot have any chametz. If he leaves, he delays, he is going to be violating a mitzvah say. So again, if this was at nighttime, he would be everybody you know about Yimotza. But since it's in the daytime, he's uh, the, night, the day of the 14th, he's mevatl the mitzvah say of Arba Yemarishin Tashbisu that he has to burn it. So one would therefore assume. One can assume that what? Since I'm already not allowed to uh, have chametz on this beginning of the seventh hour, and I will be violating the mitzvah say if I'm not occupied to do it, so maybe I should need to get rid of the chametz, if you're talking about Minat Torah, from before the seventh hour, maybe at the end of the sixth hour, I should be. So we say no. Afal Pikain, still. He is not obligated to remove it at the end of the sixth hours. So that it should not be around, it shouldn't be found with Zion. That's not the way it works. It's only starting of the seventh hour and on. That is when he's obligated to remove it. This is the way it's set up in Atoyim. So now the same thing is going to apply with Rabbonum. They added an extra hour. It's not the pshat that when it comes the sixth hour, you shouldn't already have the chametz. But you can actually have the chametz and you have to start being mevair an hour earlier than the Torah of Midrabonon starting the sixth hour. Kach, Midivri Sofrim, same thing in Midivri Sofrim. 
אף על פי שמתחילת שושי שזוויילך. even those starting from the sixth hour and on who mitzvah shelo yimotzi chomets birshusei is a mitzvah that chomets shall not be found in your possession because the chachomim made an extra hour for the removal of the chomets that it should take an hour before the time of the Torah and b'chol rega b'rega shnimtzo chomets birshusei ve'enimis asik levadei and for every instant and instant that there is chametz in his possession and he is not occupying himself to remove it. He will be violating mitzvah of the Midrabonah. Because, again, this is only a positive mitzvah of the Torah and the Chachamim added an hour to it, so the sixth hour becomes a positive mitzvah over them. But but still, just like by the Torah, you don't have to get rid of it before the seventh hour comes in and you can start doing the seventh hour over here you don't have to get rid of it before the sixth comes comes in he's not obligated to remove it at the end of the fifth hours so that it should not be in his possession on uh, in his property during the sixth hour but it is from the beginning of the sixth hour and on in which he is obligated to remove it. So the Chachamim Taka say an hour earlier, but it's the same like the Torah. At that time, you have to remove it. You have to work on removing it. You know, there's no obligation that it should be removed before the sixth hour comes around. But rather, on the sixth hour, you must. If you don't do anything about it, you're going to be violating Midr Abonon, a Mitzvah But if you... Uh, occupy yourself, that's the way the Chachamim said you should do. Now, the other issue is, before we learned, he says in the parenthesis, that still, for another reason, that is as far as the beer itself is concerned. But because we have an additional bittle, as we learned that from the Takonas uh, Chachamim later on, they instituted a second bittle. That in addition to the bitl halaylo that you do, you should also do a bitl hayyim. And the best time to do that bitl is when? Is after the beer. So it turns out that still, it's best to conduct yourself to remove it at the end of the fifth hour. As explained over there in Simitof Lamadalid. In Sif Yud Beis Yud Gimel, because then you can also be mevatlet. Because once the sixth hour comes, since Midrabonon, it's no longer your chametz already. You don't have the right to be mevatlet. Since we wanted you to be mevatlet, and the best time to be mevatlet is after the biur chametz. So therefore, by burning it at the end of the fifth hour, you will still have time. When you burn it, you'll still have time to be mevatlet. Yeah, this bit will still work. Yeah, but since the Chachamim answered it for me, starting with the sixth hour, it's no longer mine. What is the whole thing of Bittel? Okay, and then you have the whole story, the Gemara, the Gemara over there in Davov. But because the thing is that you, this is an Isra, but in this case, it's an Isra Midrabonon, in which the Chachamim took away your Shaykhs to it. You don't really own it anymore. So you will not. As we learned over there in uh, before in Tov Lamadalit, that you will not be able to. No, I'm saying the rice, so since you have another hour, yes, the helps. 
it would have helped, but in, the, in order to affect Bittel, you have to own it. But it doesn't make a difference whether the Torah, yeah, it would have helped. But since the Rabbanon took away your, 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 your uh, relationship to the things, because the Chom asked it so basically the Chom say it's also Bahanoah starting, so you have no rights to that Chomets. The only rights you have to the Chomets is that Ki'ilu Hu so just to be over Balyado, in this case to be over Mid Rabbanon, uh, starting from the Shoshishis that you're being over on the Mitzvah of having to. To, to burn it. So you cannot be mevatlet already from that time. As we learned before, that the bitl only helps up till the sixth hour, but not after the sixth hour. Everything stops at the sixth hour. Yeah. The reason he explained earlier over there in Sifu Dalad and Toflama Dalad, why do we want the bitl to take place after the beer, not, uh, not before? Because we want you to burn your chametz. We, don't want, we want you to be mekayim the mitzvah of beer on your chametz. If you're going to be being, if you're going to um, uh, be mevatlit, uh, if you're going to be mevatlit before you burn the chametz, then it's already hefker, and then you're not really uh, burning your chametz, and uh, you will not be mekayim the mitzvah of tashbis on your chametz. Or I mean, even though it's still, it's not on the seventh hour; it's in the sixth hour, but at least it's your chametz. So I guess um, so. That's why perhaps it says here toivli neglavari b'seifei. Because, okay, it doesn't really matter if you're going to be doing the bittle before and then you're going to do the beer on the sixth, on the sixth hour. It's not, 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 not so terrible uh, to do the bittle before, so you're not going to be burning your chametz then. Okay, that's not such a terrible thing. So that's why it's totally night. Or, I don't think that he means to say over here that toiv, uh, it's only toiv because... Uh, you're, you're going to do it without the bittel because the chacham were mesakim bittel. In other words, what if the person doesn't do the tovlinik? Does the Altarebbe mean that he should not be mavatlit at all? No. The Altarebbe means he should be mavatlit before the, uh, the, um, the, the, the beer. That's the tov. Because to not to be mavatlit at all, he will be going against the, I mean, the. He would be going. Why would we give him that option? But the only option is, it seems like, okay, he's let him burn out his own chametz. Okay, that's not such a terrible thing. But Alter Rebbe says, to do it at the end of the fifth hour, so that way you're going to be burning your chametz. Alter Rebbe himself says, as if you in So that's why he says Okay. Rebbe continues. So if a person wants to remove the chametz before the sixth hour, which means while he is still owner, while he still owns it, because up till the sixth hour he is still the owner of the chametz, only after the sixth hour he loses his ownership because the chacham took away his right to benefit from it. So, but before, if he wants to burn, if he wants to remove for the sixth hour, so it is not necessary for him to totally move it from the world. It's sufficient to getting it out from your possession. Which basically means that if a person wants to get rid of his chametz physically, out of his house, uh, then he can do so. Uh, what does it mean out of his house? Now, if he owns the chametz and it's not in his house, right? 
depending where the chametz is, as we're going to learn later on, the Alter Rebbe is going to make reference to it. If the chametz is in a place that he has a right to be there, let's say that you're in your friend's house, he lets you be there, that's still considered your place. It's called gvulcha. So, if you have chametz, and it's a place where you have a right to be, you'd still be over on it. If you own the um, if you own the chametz, if the chametz is yours, that's considered gvulcha. If your chametz is in an area which doesn't belong to anybody, like in the Rishusarabim, a public place, which is hefker, so then min technically, you would not be violating because it's not. So in this case, though, we'll talk in a minute about where should you remove it. Right now, we're talking about you're actually going to sell it. How are you taking it from your rishus? And in this case, as we'll say, not talking about taking it out physically, but actually taking out your ownership. Either to sell it to a goy, or to give it to him with a complete gift, which means that it belongs to the goy. So now it is the goy's. So that means taking it out from your rishus. But in this case, rishus means you're taking it out from your ownership in the sense that you no longer own it, it's the Goy's Chometz. Now, what happens with the Goy's Chometz that is in your Rishos? Because the Goy owns it now, he has it either as a gift or sold him. Even when the time of removal arrives, that's the sixth hour. The Goy is still holding on with his Chometz within the Jewish house. So the Yid did not sell him his house or a place or anything else, he just sold him the Chometz itself. And he holds the chametz in Jewish out. Ain bekach klum. That doesn't matter. A goy's chametz in a Jew's house doesn't matter. But val derechshin is bar b'simen tov mem, as explained over there in Simon tov mem, that what happens is that there are uh, similar uh, similar situations when you have a goy's chametz in your house. Uh, you would be required to protect yourself that you don't come to eat it. You have to make a, a special place. You have to build a wall around it. The Yid himself will not be violating anything because of the Goy's Chometz. Now, he doesn't allow Lechatchila to have the Chometz in your house from a Goy. I think it means in the Haaris uh, here, there's various different places. I think mainly it's in Sif Ches. The Altarebbe writes over there, that um, writes there's a chiluk between when the guy brings it during Pesach, but it seems like before Pesach, uh, all they have to do is to make this mechitza of ten tvachim. Uh, provided again that he's not a chrayus for the chametz, that's other halachas that then the yid may not be allowed to hold it. But here, that's why the Alter Rebbe writes that he gave it to him in a, a way that is a matona gemura. So it's really a, a complete sale. Uh, there's no chrayus, there's nothing. There's just belongs to the guy, and um, so that's that will be. So I think um, that's what it means. That halacha of making the tenth tefachim, and in this case, it's not during Pesach. So then that's fine. Um, so basically what we're saying over here, before Pesach, if you sell it to the Goy, 
even if the guy leaves it around by you, uh, that's not violating, as the, uh, as the Alter Rebbe explained later on, a guy's chametz in your rishus is not violating, as long as you're not achrayis for it, as we learn over there. If you have exceptional achrayis or not exceptional achrayis, as the Alter Rebbe articulates over there. But if you don't have any achrayis, it's the guy's chametz, uh, then it's totally the guy's. And it's in your issues, the only thing that you really need to worry about is that you shouldn't come to eat it. So therefore you need to make a separation of a chitz of tantvachim, and then you're all set. So it means that you remove, that you, you don't own the chametz, it's a guy's chametz in your issues. So that's one way of doing it. So one way of doing it is to selling it the guy that you don't own. That the guy he took it out of his possession because he made it have care. Now here, the Al-Tarebbe adds, when you're giving it to a guy, there's another person that owns it, then it's easy. Then even if it stays in your house. But if you are just taking it out of your shoes by giving up your ownership, your mafkir, and you place it in an area which is hefker, which is ownerless, so everybody can get there. What would be a place of mufkar lakoil? As for example, bedrachim on the roads, berchayvus in the streets. Everybody has, every person has a right to go there and to take the chometz. So you did both things. In this case, this is the case that you can do so. So you can either sell it to the guy or give up the hefker and also take it out from Yerushos. Because And then it would be okay, even if during Pesach, you see, nobody has taken it. You put it out in the street. And it's laying in the Pesach. So you see, nobody's taken it. You gave it up. Nobody took it. And the owner see that it's laying there, then you don't have to remove it. Why don't you have to remove it over there? So now you're seeing during Pesach, you, see, you gave it up, you wanted somebody to take it, nobody took it. First of all, it's not his because he's already given up his ownership. And he did the second step, that it's also in, not in his place. Now, so you see clearly, just have care you will not be over minatoire either. It's just like you give it matone. You're not over, it's not yours. If you have hefkirdike thing in your shoes, you're not going to be over balyimotsu. But the chachomim don't want you to have chametz in your house. Like the regular badikas chametz that we did, we see, we say, technically everybody should be mavatl the chametz. Why do we need badikas chametz? Because we're afraid. First of all, you're not mavatl kil chose, maybe. And shemayim tsagluski yafa. Now, so we're saying that really, Hefker alone, by your own chametz, the chachamim didn't give you the eitzah, make a wall of ten tvachim, like it's a goy's chametz. It doesn't work that way. Your own chametz, even if you're mafkirit, once you're mafkirit, you still are, over the chachamim said, you have to be by the chametz, you have to be, uh, take it out of your shoes, and also, as we said, we're afraid you're not going to be mafkirit, so you can't do so. So a Hefker alone is not good enough. But in this case, what you're going to do is also the gam munach b'mokum she'en eshaloi. Now, technically, just putting it out b'mokum she'en eshaloi, you're also not going to be violating the Torah. If you take your own personal chametz, 
chametz that you own, right? And you're not mafkirit. And you put it outside in a public a- area, you're not going to be over minatera either. Either one of these things, either hefker or taking it out of your shoes, you're not going to be over minatera, as he says. So even if you own the chametz, and but this is hefker to everybody, so you're not going to be violating this is so even though we're going to learn even though we're learned that what that if you just took your chametz outside out of your gavul you would still be violating midrabonon you can't do so just put it away since you still have ownership so even though it's not in your gavul, midrabonon it's asur. Simet of mem. This is Abu Mishit mit chametz bechaveri kotzer chaveri shleim medaitish leishle chaveri mokam bechatzen nishem chemtzei. Eino leminatoyde kivush eino monuch loy bebeisu veloy bishus shabala chametz. So therefore, it's like in a mok in a same thing a mokon hefker mokomokoy medivri sofrim chay levar lemorchroy leine yud bera pesach koy mishos shishis kivush shugufa chametz ushaloy elosh eino monuch bershusoy. And the imloy mochre, as imloy Basically, what Alter Rebbe to sum it up, he says Ein Simatov Lamed Aleph, or it uh, means Tov Mem over there, whatever the exact gears over here is. But the the uh, to sum it up, um, you have two ways of doing it before the sixth hour. If you have chametz, you either are mafkirit, and you take it out of Yerushos. So it's interesting. Uh, you must be though, you must be mafkirit, and you take it out of Yerushos. Just taking it out of Yerushos isn't sufficient. I'm thinking that if a person, when you're mafkirit and you place it outside, if you place it outside for everybody to take it, automatically you're mafkirit. I don't think there's like two steps over here. There's really one thing. You're taking your chametz, you're putting it into the Shusarabim. If you take your chametz and you put it into the Shusarabim, so then that is hefkir. There's no bigger hefkir than that. That's, that's saying, that you don't even have to say, if you put your stuff out in the street for everybody to take, and you make a sign free for everybody taking, but even if you don't make a sign, you're just going to put it over there for everybody to take. There's no bigger hefkir than that. I don't think when the Al-Tarebbe says, but the Al-Tarebbe says, but Hefker and not laying, as we'll see in the next Sif, laying in your possession, that wouldn't do it. But just putting something outside, uh, it's automatically, of course you got to be mafkered, but it has to uh, have uh, uh, the, 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 the situation that, it, that it's Hefker. But if you're not, if it happens automatically. Let's see in the next scene. But it's interesting that as he points out over here, that later on in Tov Memchesif Choftes, that even though this is the right way to do before Pesach, you can do so. But if nobody ended up taking the chametz, you're still not allowed to use that chametz. Even though you're allowed to, you're allowed to do so. But if nobody happened to take the chametz, you still are not allowed to take it back because of a gzeda, as it's brought down later on in Simon Tov Memches Siv Chavtes. Siv Beis. Avol im hivkire v'in nichoi b'mokim shein nemufkir lakoil. If he just was mafkirit. Now, 
I'm thinking that when the Alter Rebbe says Hifkiray, he's did it in the regular way of Hefkir. Because the only time that Bittl helps is if the person is going to be Osir Ba'anoah, we're going to save for later on. But here is not enough just to be Mavatlit. He actually has to be Mavkirit in this Dirtin, right? He has to also be Mavkirit because uh, he has to give up his ownership in the regular way of Hefkir. He has to use the lotion of Hefkir. We use Lashon of Hefkir too, the Alter Rebbe said, but uh, that's only Medagdik B'maisa. But, uh, but in this case, in order for it not to be your Chometz, then you actually have to be Mavkirit. So if you were Mavkirit, like I said before, if you're putting it out on the street, you're probably, it's probably by default Mavkirit, but just your action is the most, the biggest Hefkir. But therefore, if you put it in Mavkirit, but you did the regular Lashon Hefkir, but the Nichoi you left it in a place which is not hefke for everybody. For example, it is designed for the use of just of the people that live in the chotzer. And nobody has a right to pass there without their permission of the people that live in the Chotzer. So, already. Why, as we said before, you know, it's, no, not bit hefker. I mean, hefker. So, See, just the whole ending of getting out of your house is all the Chilish but the Chachamim require you to take it out. From the words of the Chachamim, he still has to remove it. The Kivon, why does he have to remove it? Because, did we say, can a person just make his stuff have care? The Chachamim said, you have to be by the Chachamim. The Chachamim don't want you to be mafkin this stuff, right? So now you were by the Chomets already, right? And now you want to be mafkir the rest of the stuff. But lachat chila. The kivosh im lohim mafkir koydim shigi as man habiyur. Right? So we say like this. No, I'm not going to tell you. If he would not be mafkir before the gi as man habiyur, hoyo mechuyiv minatoyro levarik shigi as man habiyur. Then when the time of the beer would come, he would have to uh, remove it. Meaning, when the seventh hour came in Atoyra, without the Hefker, he has to burn it. Because it's laying in a place which is not Hefker to everybody. So the actual place is not laying in a Hefker place. It's laying in a private place. And he didn't mafkir it. He wasn't mafkir it. Right? So... It's as if it's laying in your place, Mamish. If you have a right to put it there, explains over there in Simitov Mem the Alter Rebbe. If you have a right to bring to to be there, if it's your your right to be there, then it's considered Gavulcha. Just like if you have it in your friend's property and he lets you hold it, or it's a property that you have a partnership, then it's considered yours. So Minhatoida, you would have to um, you would have to burn this chametz mamish. It's still your your everybody It comes the seventh hour, uh, not by your The Torah says your chametz. You have to remove that.
Lefikoch gam ato shivkido is therefore also now that he's made it hefker. I thought the whole part. Why do you have to burn chametz? The burn chametz you do loy, which is in your house, in your gvul. It's not in your. Gvold. It is close to your gvul. That's the whole chizur saying you simtof mem. In simtof mem, the Alter Rebbe writes that anything that you have a right to be there is considered b'chol gvul. That's your gvul. Since it's a ah, so partnership, it's considered your gvul. Say, it's an apartment building with only people that have permission to put stuff there. Yes. But Mela, he has a chelik over there. But if and, and you, even if you ask somebody else for a place, if you ask somebody for a place, then it's also considered yugavulcha because we have a right. It's considered alter by extension says that would be considered yugavulcha too. So therefore, but in this case, so the the Lipness test is like this: if this is not yet uh, uh, is still considered yours, you still have to remove it. So therefore, if the if when this mana beer comes. Um, then it's 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 considered lying in your possession, and you have to therefore tashbisu. The Torah says you have to actually, and once the seventh hour comes over there, the only way to burn it, to do it, is burning it. Is to get rid of the world. You can't just remove it. You have to actually destroy it physically. There should not be left over there. Lefikor gam ato So therefore, also now that he has given up his ownership, he was mafkirid. So now that he's given up his ownership, so what did he do? So it's basically the fact that it's laying in a... What Al-Tareb is getting at is the fact that it's laying in a, in a place, not in your house, is considered like your house. In your own house, if you were mafkirit, would you, would you, can you, are you allowed to do that in your own house? Let's say you didn't take it out. We're talking about a scenario where you uh, put it out not in a, a public place, but you put it out in a uh, other area. We want to know in an area that is in a yard where you uh, a few people are owned. So we want to know putting it out over there alone without being mafkirit. Would that would that would that meet? The requirement of the Torah. The answer is no. What? Would that meet the requirement of the Torah? Would that be enough for the Torah that you don't have to be tashbisu, uh, that you don't have to actually burn the chametz? The answer is no. If the answer is no, so then putting it over there is no different than the chametz is in your house. If the chametz is in your house and you're mafkirit, does that help? No. Not even putting it out. Forget about putting it out. You just mafkir the chametz in your house. Here we're trying to find out that even if you are putting it out in a uh, in a in a place which is a, a lot of people have access, not your shoes, that should help. But in your house, we know it doesn't help. Why doesn't it help if you're mafkir in your house? Because if you weren't mafkir, you would be mechayev because you'd have to burn it. So the chachamim say. That what? That Hefke doesn't help for Chometz Yedua. So all that we're trying to establish is that putting it in a place which belongs to several people is no different than laying in your house. And since if it, laid, if it was laying in the public area, if you weren't mafkirit, then you would have to, minatoy to burn it, 
tashbisu, burn the body of the chametz. So therefore, half care doesn't help for that. Lefikol gamato shiv kiddel and niftem exeres chachamim. Shadagazru chachamim sheim bittel vehefker moil lechametz ayiduk. Mission is barbisim tavlam dalf. The rabbanon said you can't just take your chametz and be mevatlit. You cannot be mafkir your chametz. The chametz ayiduk. You must go ahead and you must actually, uh, you must actually remove it. And you can't just, just have care isn't sufficient to get rid of it midrabona. So in this case, since when slaying in the, whereas few people have a right to, like in the chotzer, then you're not going to uh, get away from the, with, with, with just being mafkirit. That's why it's no good. But the thing is, what's the whole, what was the whole reason why the Chomsa had to do this beer, you had to dick and get rid of it? It's because if you're just going to blit and leave it in the house, then you might come to eat it. If it's inside oh, that, but, 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 but that is, it might even get the that's when you don't I'm know. Not, I'm not but if you have a Chomsa Yudua. No, I'm saying Chomsa Yudua. Yeah. Chomsa Yudua, we have a problem. And you give up your hope and it's still in your house. You're mafkirit, I'm a Not only mafkirit, you're mafkirit mamish. Forget about the mafkirit. I leave it in my house. Chum came and made a and said you have to get rid of it actually. Why? Everything's not the bit. Okay, let's say forget about that. Because of the second reason. Because of the... So what are you saying? I think the whole reason why Chum said that you have to do the bidika. The Chum, that's something you could be mafkirit mevat. Chum came and said we don't want you to do that because if you're going to have Chum just laying around the house, you might come to eat it, whatever it is. Yeah. Now, what, what, so in other words, we made it together now. After we made it together, that anything which is in your gvulcha is not going to midrabon. Midrabon, you have to get it out of your gvulcha. So we came and said that. That means that even if the, the, I take it out of my house, but I have a rishos to be there, meaning I have an apartment building next door, and I, not, I don't own the apartment building. And my friend that lives over there, and he gave me permission to put my, my chavit down over there. We said it's not good. Why? Because any time that I have a rishos to be there, that's considered my gvulcha. But what kind of, why am I not I want to just say this. I, hold on one second. I'm thinking over here that the Rebbe is talking about and he's one of the Anshe The case that you just said that he went to put into an apartment building across the street, in that case, that would be taking good. Because that's not. My house? It's, it's a Chotzer that you have a right there. When the Alter Rebbe says, "Mivkiri v'nich makos nolkan kagoyin shenichoi bechotzer shemayuched laansia chotzer adon shabulvad," and he lives there, he said, "Paying it out in your chotzer." He's talking about the person living the chotzer. If you are going to put chametz, so even in my own apartment building, yeah, it's about, I ever supposed to put myself in the hallway. In my hallway, I'm not. I don't have the chashash. Oh, it, so even and even though you were mafkirit, it's not going to help you. Because you have uh, a shoes to be there. Russian Alter Rebbe doesn't look like he's speaking yeah. his. Is that why? I will never forget when you come back. Because he ain't mufkarlako kagoyin. She nicho bechat bechatzer, not his chatzer. She mechazan chatzerei. She nicho bechatzer. She mechazan chay chatzer. Adam shambulvat. Ain't shem azm yachalav or shalei b'shusal. I will teach him. No teirei ni eber lo meirem. It doesn't look like he's saying it. But even if saying there's no machshash, even if it's man, it doesn't look like he's saying his own apartment. He's saying bechlal. But even if it is on his barn building, I don't have the chashash anymore that I bought it. Well, he says, well, maybe you're right, because of here it sees, over here it sees, brings down here, Shehefkir ain't a male, Abigvulam Yuchadli Israeli Machedim, Oyafil Bigvulam Yuchadli Nochri. I don't know, I'm not sure. No, 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 the verse is different. Yeah? It's a Takena Harami. 
In a Hanami, in such a case, I would not, the Chav of Zayda doesn't apply. He says, you see that his reason? What's this far over here? This far over here isn't that this is not good. Make our din, even with the Rabbanon, it's fine. What's the problem is that since this is Chav Tudua, it's not Chav I don't know, it's Chav Tudua, so that even though I don't have the Chashash anymore, the Rabbanon, that I might come eat it, it's a different reason why you have to burn it over here. Because since, if it was before the beer, it's Chav Tudua. Chav Tudua, I need to burn. Yeah. Therefore, over here too. Meaning, it is in your gulcha. Lama's not going to say in your gulcha. It, it, it is in your gulcha. But you don't have the chash anymore. But uh, we have only one question right now. Right now, what we're, we're, we're thinking about is, the issue is, are you mechoiv? Is this your chametz min ha when the shoshviz comes? That's the question over here. So the Alta Rebbe says, lying in... Ha-toyda for sure not. Wait a minute, if you're not mafkirit. Oh. If it is, then Hefki doesn't help because the Chamsa Hefki doesn't help. So the issue, what we have to figure out is are you going to be, I mean, Atoyra Chayv to be Mashbis Tashbisu, this Chametz, when it comes to Shor Shviz? That's the question of it. I don't understand. What's going to I'm saying, who cares? Because that means, so that means that you're being Mafkir, something which really needs to be Tashbisu, really remove the whole the Chametz itself. That you can't do because you know that Hefki doesn't help for Chametz Yudua. But the question is, are you going to be mechuyiv tashbisu when the shoshviz would come? So here we're saying that in the chotzer ashutfim, that the chotzer chotzer, that you would be over. Now I suggested that maybe we're talking about a place that he has a right. But if it's a place that he doesn't have a right, then he would not violate. But like what you're saying is namashto. But let the Rebbe clearly writes in Simantov Memusif Alaf. Avul mishi hit min chot chomtzei. So, if it is an apartment building which he doesn't have a right to it, which he has no right to it, so that should be the same, the same din. So if putting it into a uh, uh, so he says so why would an apartment building if you put it why would it be called why would it why would it pass the the test of here why would we say I, I, I mean I agree in the lotion of the Alter Rebbe Siv Beis it's mashma going shenicha bechotzer shemichetz la'an shechotzer adorim shom bilbad and he doesn't say that he doesn't say that he lives there vein shom adam yochel laver yushal levishusam alpha piece sheminatoyde enev bal yirav emotzer sharik shek sharik far hivkiroi vein shaloi shom gizman abir mekomakoyim tochav kivon sheim loy hoyim avkiroi koydu sheminman abir hoyim chuyim minatoyde levayer kshegizman abir. What does it help me in a place that, oh, you see clearly, the Alter Rebbe doesn't say, He says, But the Simit of Mem is only talking about if he had permission to do so. That means over there is Marba only if he had permission to do so. So I'm gonna I'm gonna add to you this. Then, then I'm gonna say, Lakhaira, even if you talk about a cross street in the apartment building, but he has a right to put it over there. Yes, I'm saying. Uh, okay. If he has a right to put it there, yeah, then master, I have no problem. 
But if he just went to put it away in a place where he doesn't have a right to put it there, it seems clearly over there that that's not going to be his. Then why am I chayev? Because in gvulcha, but this is not a gvulcha which I should have a chash for. What do you mean? When, when, we're, we're trying to find out. Does it mean that? So he says to you that we have to try to find when, out. There's no chum zed over here. It could be gvulcha. It could be that I have property in New York. I'm a vato that I'm mafkert. So where's the chash apply? I have property somewhere else. And I'm mavafkit mavatla. So uh, but, uh, well, even well, the rabbanon well, should be fine because when the chacham gzera apply is what I'm going. They gave us one. But why are you? I, I'm trying to talk about. I'm trying to talk about. Would you be over minatoyda? Would you have to be tashbisu when the seventh hour comes? Forget about the rabbanon now. Forget, don't forget. I'm not talking about chashoshes now. We'll talk about chashoshes after that. What I want trying to find out minatoyda. If you put chametz across the street, not in your, you don't have a shaykhs over there. You put it in there, and you put it in the shoes, you just put it in there. And you put it in the, in the place where other people can go in, can go around. Will you be, uh, will you be uh, violating, uh, will you be violating, um, uh, would you have to be tashbisu? And the answer, what I'm seeing, the answer now is, the answer is yes. A place which is not mufkar lakoil is different than putting it in chotzer chaveru shalom A place which is not hefker for everybody, right? Even if you don't have a right to put it there, even though, but since it's not a private place, a private place shaloy birshus is not gevulcha. But an area which is owned by a few people, Shalai Birshus, will be considered Gvulcha. As the Alter Rebbe writes here, if you put it, That's together in the fact that it's not considered Mufkar, or it is considered Mufkar, just you have to. Have no, to because it. it's not Mufkar Lakoil, it's a Kedah Gvulcha. We're trying to figure out when there would be an Isra So we're saying, is what the Alter Rebbe writes in, in, in Tough Mem. That that's talking about in a private person's rishus without his permission in his property. That's not considered gevulcha. But if you put it in a public place, which is not mufkar lakoil, it is for the people in that chotzer. Apparently, that is. Tough mem is not the same case over there. Tough mem means that the Torah answers gevulcha even if it's not mamish in your rishus. If it's not mamish that you own it, that, that's also gevulcha. The general concept of, of gevulcha over here. But not for this particular item is only in this case over there. That's not the case that the Alter Rebbe talked in Simon Tov Mem. In Simon Tov Mem, the Alter Rebbe talked about in a private issues, person's issues, without his permission, then you're talking not going to have to be, that Hamas, you wouldn't have to be a Mevair before Bebe Shoshish, because it's, it's, it's not Gevulcha. But if you put it in a public place, which you don't have a right to, but it's still not a private place, some reason that's going to be gvulcha. I mean, that's a that's a big chiddush over here. The answer is clearly in Simon Tov Lamed Vov and Sif Yutes. The Alter Rebbe writes that is a difference between a goy and bayidin. The the, the Alter Rebbe writes legozu chachomim. The only elik shachomitz laachashiv kiroi 
הוא מונח בפסח בגבול המיוחד לישראל זה בעל החומץ. I mean, well, this will be minatoira even, and that's why the chachamim uh, were going to say that you don't have care. Again, have care is always dependent upon that you would be have to do tashbis minatoira. So it's only bigvul hamyuchad linochri, or bigvul hamyuchad liyisraelim achedim, or that it's a gvul that is for other for other yidn. Or afil bigvul hamyuchad linochri eloshena nochri yedeya sheivkira hayisrael v'lo yitlanu laatzmoi. Even that case. So here you see clearly this is what the chilik is. And this is why the Alter Rebbe says over here, it's Kiloi Mushleim Mamish. The Alter Rebbe says, Mamish is Bible Sim Tov Mem, but to me, almost the Sif Tov Lamet Vov, Sif Chof is more of the, gives you a more of an understanding over here. So over here, what we're saying over here is that a Gvul that belongs to Yidin, even though it's not your Gvul, even if it's without your rishus, you're still, uh, it's still called gvulcha, and in the you would have to go ahead and, and, and remove it from there. Okay, so basically, it was quite clear that you have to be mafkir, the chometz, and also take it out and place it in the rishus harabim, in a place where anybody can take it. Even if you place it in a place which is hefker for everybody to take it, he must totally be mafkirit both with his mouth and hit his mind. And he says, He should not hold in mind at the time that he's giving it up. He says, I'm going to go back and I'm going to take it after Pesach if nobody else is going to take it. He puts it out in the Rishus Rabbi and he's hoping that nobody's going to take it then he's going to come and take it back. So he says, For if that's in his mind when he puts it out, it's not really Hefker. Mamish. And then it says actually like his. As long as the other person wasn't Zeichet it. Because since he's sitting and anticipating, maybe somebody else won't take it, he'll take it. So then it is Kishaloi Mamesh, and that is not considered Hefker. So I don't think, but he's not going to behave in Minatoida, right? Uh, in this case, it says, in, in, but why? Because. He still took it out of his rishus, right? He took it out of his rishus, and but in this case, in a case, in other words, when it's not in his rishus, so it's not gevulcha. Uh, we don't even need the hefker. What I'm trying to say that putting it out in the rishus harabim minatoyre doesn't require hefker, right? Just putting it out in the Shus Rabbim is, is for anybody to take. It doesn't require Hefker, right? You need to have the people of the Bishavim. What? Over here you need to have the people of the Bishavim. So, but it, it, it seemed, it, I, I thought that the only reason why he needs to specify it with his mouth and really holds that is to protect himself from the Yisra Midrabana. Because the Chachamim, it's not enough. If you're Chametz uh, and you still own the Chametz, even if it's not in your shoes, but if it's not the Chol Gavulcha, and anybody can take it, 
that's really a regular hefker. The Chachamim don't allow for that. So as far as the hefker goes, we can understand. There's various, he says in Kutru Sachan, says Midrabonon, later on it says Minatoira, because it's not really hefker. But what I'm trying to figure out, uh, if he placed it in B'moka HaMufker Lakoil, in of itself he's not everybody Robal Yimotze. It's only Midrabonon that he needs to go ahead and later on be Mafkirit. The Chayda, if uh, that's not, even if you put out something in a place of Hefker, if you anticipate that somebody else should not come, that may not even be Hefker at all. Just taking it out, I mean, that's not, that's not so Poshet. Just taking it out in a, in a, in, in, in a place which is, uh, which is Mufkala Koyal, but you're sitting and anticipating that you might want to get it if nobody else is going to take it, even though you took it outside, uh, it's still, and you put it in a place of Hefker, it's still not going to help you uh, to, um, um, that it's, it's, it's not going to be Hefker. It's not only, uh, even if it's a, Al-Tareb again over there, what he writes in Simitov Memsif Aleph, he's writing that it's in the, uh, it's in the Rishus of a Goy Shalei Medaitoy. If it's the shoes of the goy shleimedaito, and that the Alter Rebbe already says, because since uh, the goy is taken away, that's anyway. going to be regular hefker. But even if he lechayda, even if it's the goy's shoes shleimedaito, and the person hopes that the goy is not going to find it, and then he's going to tell him later on that it's mine, maybe he can invalidate that that hefker too, because that's also within hefker. And maybe when we're saying here that the Chachamim don't allow you to uh, put it in somebody's Rishos Shalom um, um that's even if you were going to totally give it up uh, in mind. But here, in a case where you're waiting, we have to, this is something that needs to be looked in. What is it going to be? It says Shalom Mamish. Does he mean that you're even going to be everybody Yeroba Yimotsim in Or it only means Rabbon? Let's go right. Siv Gimel. Okay, Siv Gimel. V'im hu mevayer chomez bizman habiyur. If he removes chametz at the time of removal, which means the high from the time from the beginning of sixth hour, at till the end of Pesach, so then Then you have to take it out of the world totally. Before the sixth hours, you have two other options: either to sell it to the goy or give it to the goy. That would be even as in your shoes, or you take it out of the street, you give up your mind, and you never want to get it back, and you're not hoping to get it back, those are the two ways to do it. But once, additionally, but once the show shishis, you must, at that point, remove it totally from the world. If I just take my thing out with Gamri, let's say we said, and put it in a guy's house without being mafkirit, that's not going to help. Uh, because actually, that's what the Wuhi. You're actually going to be in a toilet. My thing over there. Yeah, it just becomes your gavul. So he says, It is not sufficient that he's just taking it out from his rishus and he places it in a hefker. Fully hefker. For once the sixth hour came, it's a rishus, and it's not his. But the Torah still made it like it is yours. It's yours. Your name is on it. 
ולפיכך, and therefore, אף כשמציאוי מרשוסוי, even when taking the shoes, how do you ever buy It's not yours before either. What is it going to help you take on the shoes? It's as if it's laying in the shoes. So you can do with it whatever you want. It's still laying in your shoes. I mean, selling it you can't because you don't own it anymore. So you can't sell it. Putting it in the shoes and everything else isn't going to help you. Why? Because the Torah says it's yours. It's, it, no matter, before it wasn't yours either. The Torah says it's yours. So being mafkir is still going to be yours. He has no way to correct his bus by removing it totally from the world. What does it mean to remove it from the world? That he should get, throw it to get lost. In such a way, so that no human should be able to benefit from it. No human should be able to benefit from it. Even though other creatures can benefit from it. I feel the Royal Achilles would be okay. But as long as it's not fit for human consumption, since no person can benefit, that's called removal from the Why world. Why is that considered not enough? He's still getting enough from it. What? No, no. We're saying he's removing it. He's giving it out from his shoes. He's not benefiting from it. He's not trying to feed his birds with it or anything else. We're saying you have to destroy it to such an extent that no human can be able, and we're going to see in a minute, no human can consume yeah, it. I think that could be the If it's for his own animals, it's not good. No, that, for sure not. Yeah, that's for course. That, that'll be unknown, of course. How does he remove it? He says, He burns it until it becomes coals. Even though it's totally burnt and it's singed and it's already no, no, not qualified for a dog to eat, he is prohibited to leave it in Pesach. Since it was not disqualified from the dog's eating until after the time of the removal. Um, Is it Roy or not Roy? That doesn't help. So, which means like this. If before Pesach it's Nifsa Machilas Kelev, then it would be okay. Okay, that would be like Hefker, that would be enough of a removal. But once the Torah puts your name on it, I guess burning it would be like total Hefker, up to Nifsa Machilas Kelev. But once the Isur already is here, and it's only the Torah calls you the name, you have to remove it from the world. So even though a dog won't eat it, that's still not sufficient. Uh, because at that point you can't, you have to totally destroy. It's not because it destroys the world. Commission of Bible tough man base. Or, or the other way, either you burn it then, or you uh, crumb it up. You make it into small crumbs. And then you throw it into the wind. Or you crumb it up and you throw it into the river. Imu pass. 
in similar, if it's bread or similar, if you're not going to break it up and you're just going to throw it into the river or to the ocean, it's floating on the water. The person that is going on the boat can benefit it. But in this case, when he's going to break it up into crumbs, small crumbs, and he's going to throw it into water, so they're going to be melted down and dissolved within the water. But if it was to begin with, it was crumbs, like wheat or similar to that, that have become chametzdik, you don't need to crumb them up any more than they are already. But rather you throw them straight from the sack into the water. And they scatter on their own on the water. No person can benefit from one because you can't get them, uh, these, these pieces by themselves. Those that are stringent when it comes to wheat or or other type of grain. To cut each one to two or three pieces, and then later on throw them in the water. Since they're hard, and they don't dissolve within the water. It's best to uh, worry about their words in a place where possible. Keep going. If there's just a little bit of which, in a little while you can cut them up. But if it's a lot, he has to delay a lot while he's cutting them up. Or he'll grind them down. He shouldn't leave the chametz for that. To worry about that opinion, you can just throw it out. Especially in the parent of in this zman habiyur. Especially if they became chametz zischitim after the time that it was already the biyur. So they were not included in the bit that everybody. Is mavatel is chametz at the end of the fifth hour, in which we say the second kochamira. Commission is by Tomalamadala that we do at the end, and we said before also that we make the extra bitl for the old chametz. So those chamim came yeshisur minatayr lashayisim. So then delaying him is not only midrabanon, but it's actually also minatayr. And the yesh lismoch alswarodishayno that what that you don't have to cut them up and you can just throw them out as it is not necessary to cut them up. Halacha. If you cut them up, they won't come chamas. They'll go down. Mashlichel lebeisakise. If he throws it into the bathroom, harukim avur minayilam. That's like being removed from the world of gamim. Nobody can benefit from it. And you don't have to uh, crumb it up, break it up before you throw it out. In this case, even if it's bread and similar to it, why? Because nobody can then benefit. It goes to the dirt. You're not allowed to put it over there, the basic in front of Chazir, uh, who eats the stuff. Even if it's not your animal uh, to feed a guy's animal of hefker, commotion is by with Simon Tovmem Gimel, as explained in Simon Tovmem Gimel. Even though it's not your benefit, you're not benefiting from it technically, because it's not your animal, you're still not allowed to feed it over there, right? No, but this feeding it to another animal is also called anor. When you go out and you feed it to another animal, Maybe that's called Maybe the will be happier with you or something. You'll have some anor from it. To look over there. Avok, shenem ashlichesh shom lefnei chazir. 
But if you're not throwing it in front of the chazir, in the end he's going to eat from it. You're not allowed to give in front of him to eat it. But he's not giving in front to eat it, but he's going to get it later on. That is okay. A person has water that is collected water, fish tanks. And he has fish in there. Or talk about bigger. Don't throw the chomets that he needs to remove. Even if he breaks it up before he throws it in, because he's benefiting from the fact that the fish eat the chomets. And there's those that disagree on all this, they say. That when we say that you got to remove from the world, it's not just in the way that nobody can benefit. That we have to actually, the only way to do it is only burning it. We learn it out from the din of Noisar, what's left over by the, from the Kachin, that ma Noisar yeshnev baltisiru beton sreifa, just like Noisar, it Torah says don't leave over and then you have to burn it, the only way to do it is burn it. Avchomet yeshnev baltisiru, also you shouldn't leave it over, which means bayiroba yimotza, pirush, bayiroba yimotza, meaning that you should not be seen, so that means not left over. Ton sreifa, that it also requires burning. Valochik is what is the is like the first svara that you don't need to dafke burn it. This machlek is between the gemara and bir chametz al sreif or not. Shari nemar v'saravto as a noiser ba'ish because the pasuk says noiser you burn five. Dorsh chachamim a noiser ton sreifa only the noiser requires sreifa. In kol yisur anoshim b'toyda to sreifa and all yisur anov b'toyda do not require sreifa. Avukain haminek b'dinas elu. The meaning in these medinas is like the second opinion, later opinion, is to actually burn it, even though we don't allow it. That's what it costs to miss. That the chomets that you found on the night of the 14th, you don't burn it right the night. But you leave it the next day. So that way it will be similar to noisar. Because Neisir is mitzvah to burn in the daytime. So therefore, make the fire at daytime. But if he wishes to burn the chametz immediately after the bedika, so that the children or the weasel or the mice should not burn her shoes biyadei, he has a right to do so. Im shum If he didn't find any chametz by this bedika, so now we have something about burning in the daytime. Want it to look like noiser. So then, what are we going to do? Toiv lisrev akeli shalokach libedika. So it's best to take the keli that he took for the bedika. Because he's not going to end up doing a burning. So that he's not going to forget the obligation to burn the chametz in the following year. Also not to forget to do the second bittel. In which we're also mevatel the chametz. That we kept for the other day. And maybe a part of it was nizgalgal. As we said and we don't have to make a din for it, but maybe it wasn't as galgal, there was like Zayis Chomets left over there, and therefore we're knowing to be mevatel, both the, the, that we saw and what we didn't see. Um, okay.